Good morning, people. I just landed in your town. Good morning, people. I just landed in your town. Welcome to the podcast where it's okay if you wang chung tonight. <laughs> Hashtag just, just saying. saying. <laughs> wang chung tonight. Everybody. That's right. How oh, are you drinking? Boy. <laughs> He's only drinking Pepsi. It's Friday. It is Friday. It's Pepsi. It's a fabulous Friday. I am happy that this week has come to its natural close. Yay! I, um, I've just had it. <laughs> I, I, you know those weeks where you just hit your mental wall? You're like, this is <laughs> I'm thinking about the videos that we just watched. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of week that I had. <laughs> Office Rage. Yeah, we watched Office Rage videos. They were hilarious. <laughs> Check them out on YouTube. Oh, they're funny. Speaking of YouTube, what a segue. Yeah. If you're listening to the audio podcast, you can listen to, well, you well you can listen <laughs> as well as watch the video podcast on YouTube. And when you watch us, you can look for something that we did in the background. Oh, yeah. We started to mess around with things in the background. I'm going to see how long I can go without swearing tonight. Have I sworn yet? Not that I heard. Yay! <laughs> it begins now. No, wait, now. No, wait, now. Now. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So we should, we should delve right in. There's so much. Splash. Oh, keep that in mind for later because I got something. All right. So, we're going to delve right in. Today's today's topic. <laughs> today's topic of choice. Okay, so the first thing we're going to talk about... Sex. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> we could, if you like. Steak. <laughs> I'd rather, I don't like steak. I'd rather talk about sex. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so this is what triggered my anger today. <laughs> I saw on social media. I put a gap. I taught I taught on social media. <laughs> uh, Kevin Hart. A busy. <laughs> he's a busy Kevin bee. Hart. He's a busy bee. Kevin Hart posted that. Uh, a new movie has been greenlit for him. It is a reboot of The Great Outdoors. Ugh. <laughs> Leave some classics alone. Here's the thing. Uh, all right. That's a quick premise of The Great Outdoors. Uh, it's uh, John Candy and Dan Aykroyd. Yes. Are the, 1988. The, oh, and he even knew the year. Mm-hmm. Oh. So... It's John Candy, Dan Aykroyd, and John Candy rents this... Um, Kevin. Yeah, it's Art Yard. It's Kevin. <laughs> in the outdoors. I was trying. I was going to call it a house, but you're right. It is a cabin. In in the woods. Uh, yes. Well, I don't think we know the town. I don't think the town's important. Nope. It doesn't matter. So it's a, it's a small town. It's and he rents his cabin. It's a small town after, after all. And... <laughs> 
<laughs> Dan Aykroyd plays his brother-in-law, a very annoying fellow, and they kind of crash their vacation, and wackiness ensues. Ronan. Yes. And it's he's just a pain in the ass. And Sean and I were discussing, pre-show, uh, what what role Kevin Hart would be. And initially I thought, well, he'll probably have the John Candy role as the person getting irritated and blah, blah, blah. And Sean made the observation that he would probably be the Dan Aykroyd role. Crashing the family vacation. Crashing the vacation and being annoying. And I, 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 I will go on the line and say that I think you're correct because... I can see him more in that part. Yeah. Yeah, after you said it, I was like, yeah, that, that makes sense. But they didn't really say what what his, his part would be. It's only been announced. Yeah, it was just announced. Also today announced, they are rebooting Roseanne. Why? And it's not a remake, it's a reboot. That's how I feel about it. Now, all Does right. Roseanne herself have anything to do yes. with it? At it's, least that's... All right. <laughs> He's like, I, all right. I can accept that. <laughs> can you? It's all right. And you know who's already on board? Roseanne. Roseanne. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's her idea. Roseanne, John Goodman, Sarah Gilbert. <laughs> so she's basically con- basically continuing the show. Yeah. Well, here's my beef with that. After Number all these one. Years. I probably stand alone here, but I I didn't I wasn't really like a big Roseanne fan. I could barely tolerate it when it was on the first time. <laughs> um, although I do believe George Clooney was in some. <laughs> yes, he was, and Martin Mull, who I also enjoy. Yes, I like Martin Mull too. And so <clears throat> it was it was my understanding, and I don't want to spoil it for you people, so you might want to. <laughs> walk away or plug your ears it was my understanding that dan died at the end yeah i think he had like a heart attack he had a heart attack after they won the lottery yeah and she was kind of i don't know either writing memoirs or just really i don't know what the fuck was all up with that so what's she gonna do bring him back from the dead i don't but this is i don't know i don't know i don't know in what capacity they could redo this <laughs> be like the end of clue <laughs> It could have happened this way. <laughs> Four different endings. Yes. This is the other ending. <laughs> but here's what really happened. Drink, mm, drink. Mm. So that got me thinking today <clears throat> about things that are being rebooted that shouldn't be. And there's too much. So we have, that's the dog. We have Daisy. We sure do. Early in the show. <laughs> About two rooms away. So we have uh, a compiled list, and actually, before I jump, before we jump into that, actually, actually, I want to give a quick shout out because we've been posting on Instagram a lot more, and we didn't do a live video. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't do a live video. We had a late dinner. I'm sorry. Um, Maybe next week we're gonna really try to do a live uh, Instagram video. Maybe we can record a quick thing to throw up on instagram after Blech. but um we've been getting a lot of uh a lot of attention over there and so thank you to anybody who's come over for instagram thank you always appreciate yes 
We're also on Facebook. I'll get the plugs out of the way. I want to do it again. Yeah. So we're also on Facebook, uh, hashtag Just Saying Podcast. We're also on Twitter, at Just Saying Pod. The Clammer app, you guys Clam. are always great. Clam! That, you know, the, the end of last week's show, when and whenever I say Clammer app, Sean's got to yell out. Clam! Yep. That's <laughs> the clip that I put up on the Clammer app. Is Sweet! Me saying Clammer app and you going, Clam! Just <laughs> randomly. Uh, it's So, uh, if you've come up with Clammer app, thank you. Ham! <laughs> Random. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, st- thank you. You actually could have said it. It's not, you could say I it. I can't say it alone. Oh, all right. You can't do it alone. <laughs> um, we are also in addition to iTunes and SoundCloud. You can also find us on Stitcher. Thank you. Yay! Now all that crap's out of the way. <laughs> At the end of the thing, we can just tell you to go home. <laughs> so. <laughs> This is, oh, man. Tell you so, what else you can do when... Oh, I'll tell you yeah. what else you can do with it. When the end of the show comes. What? We'll find out when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, and by the way, um, I want to give... We, we got to do... Well, not we, but me. I had a quick <laughs> shout out because Sean revamped the uh, the intros and outros. So the the video, hopefully on, on YouTube, we'll get a different version than the... Uh, Audio. audio. Well, you trying to... I did a nice little remix for us. He remixed. He's... So it's a new version of the intro theme. He's the puff daddy of the group. <laughs> <laughs> DJ... We think it's badass, and DJ, we hope you like it, too. DJ Sean. Shizon. DJ, DJ Shizon! <laughs> oh, that's not going to stick. I don't like it. We're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not going to stay there. Okay, so... Remakes... That probably that, shouldn't happen. That shouldn't happen. I'm just going to go on and say that they shouldn't happen. Here Levels we go. Allowed. What's that? Levels allowed. Your, my level or your level? Ours. Is it everybody's level? Yeah. Oh, boy. Hopefully that helped. I don't know. What? I, I jacked my mic up a lot because <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> Seems well, all right right now. I went to 11. <laughs> all the way to 11. Proceed. All right. Number one. One. Ace Ventura. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm so eager to see Sean's reactions to some of these. See, she made this list today. I haven't seen it. We didn't talk nope. about it. We. I purposely. So, oh, my God, no. Purposely, I didn't tell him anything about this. So, Jim, if you're out there listening, don't let this happen. So, Ace Ventura, following in the muddy paw prints of Ace Ventura Jr., and the animated 90s TV show, another attempt to revive the Ace Ventura franchise without the involvement of Jim Carrey is underway. Mm. <laughs> so is this a remake of his versions or that stupid third one they, they did with the kid? I honestly don't know. Oh. I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and say it's going to be a remake of the first, or the original version. Oh, no. Yeah, it's... Here's the problem with that, is that movie was like... Are you going to get Dan Marino in there again? <laughs> Dan Marino. No. Fucking hell! <laughs> we thought this wouldn't happen. Cause... No, it'll be Peyton Manning. No. Oh! I'm just fucking around. I would definitely not see it then. No. Definitely... Here's the thing, though, is that the Ace Ventura movie, that was a big, big vehicle for uh, for Jim Carrey. 
And I think, like, aside from his In Living Color stuff, I mean, that made him, like, a movie In Living Color. Oh, yeah. Uh, You kids, I don't know if you know what In Living Color is. No, they don't. They don't. (laughs) I'm willing to give you the benefit of the doubt and say that you do. Nah. Nah. Not right. But, yeah, so, I mean, like, whoever takes on that role not only has, like, a huge responsibility, but, I mean, like, that could... That could really make or break you. I hope it breaks him. I hope it ain't Kevin Hart. <laughs> he's probably doing all these damn reboots. I, I, he's he might be in a couple. He might be in a like couple. Like we said last week, he doesn't take a break. He doesn't. He doesn't know the meaning. <laughs> he's okay. a busy little bastard. <laughs> he's a busy little fella. <laughs> okay, next. This is Aladdin. Guy Ritchie will direct a live-action remake of the Disney classic Aladdin. What a nice guy. (laughs) Guy Ritchie, the only thing that I will say about Guy Ritchie is he did a movie called Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. That's a really, if you like British, it's not a comedy. I was going to say, I'd never heard that. It's a very good movie, though. Um, I can't think of a single, like, famous, famous person who's in it. I think Sting plays a bartender. And he's like the most famous person in the movie. But it's a pretty wow. good movie. Okay. Just saying. So anyway, uh, he's going to be doing Aladdin. Oh, he did a, he did Fight Club. Didn't which see I've it. never seen. We've, we've seen. Now my next question is. What? Was this going to be like a live action film? Yes. All right. It's, all right, here's the thing. It's not going to be all like computer generated. And, no. Well, here's the thing. Like this, I think they did that. Um, Disney... 92 was a cartoon version. Right. Disney has gotten a taste now since the Jungle Book. Mm. Since uh, <laughs> since uh, John Favreau did the Jungle Book. Yummy! And he did all right with it. Well, I don't know if he did all right with it. I don't know what his box office return is. I don't give a fuck. Oh, I swore. Finally. 20 minutes in. <clears throat> so, he, I guess he did okay. But Disney has gotten a taste for the live action stuff. So now Beauty and the Beast is live action. Mm-hmm. Now they're doing Aladdin. Um, I just want to warn you that there will be more Disney on this list. All right. Because they're just like, we're just going to remake our whole catalog. That's their mm-hmm. that's their vibe now. All right. So I'm not disappointed about this. The, you don't the, care about this? They're trying to live action, so all right. I'll give I kind of am. I kind of <laughs> am. Well, because, I mean... It, uh, all right. Did you ever see the original one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. <laughs> I thought... A whole new world. <laughs> oh, from a distance. <laughs> I just said Robin Williams was really good in it. It's in there. Don't leave it out. <laughs> just, it's just, in there. I just feel like... I'm leaving it out. I just feel like whoever they get for the genie will, will never be as good. No. Thank you. Because the genie was Robin Williams. Right. And he was really good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was badass. All right. An American Werewolf in London. This All will right. be the third remake for this. When was the last one? Uh, Roughly. 90s. We'll say... No, I guess I do. We'll say like <laughs> 97, 98, maybe. All right. Hey, no. try it again. Why not? Max Landis is penning a remake of his father, John Landis's seminal horror comedy, An As American Werewolf right? in London. Yes, it is. Hmm. Uh, it so, is. That's okay. It is being produced by David Albert and Robert Kirkman of The Walking Dead. 
All right. It might be cool. Sean's on board. I am not on board with this next one. See, I'm not really into zombie movies. Yeah. And even though The Walking... It's a werewolf movie. No, I I mean with The Walking Dead. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I'm usually not into zombie stuff, but the way they do zombies in the show is perfect. Okay. That's the way zombies should be, so I think this would be good. Do they move really slow? Yeah. Like, Like they should. Unlike every other one, when they're like running full speed at you, they're supposed to be dead. I don't get that. Hmm. This next one The Batman. The Batman. Get Michael Keaton. (laughs) Big screen. The Batman. The Batman. The big screen take on Batman was effectively rebooted in Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice, where Ben Affleck stepped into the cape and cowl. Beyond that, though, the a fresh trilogy of Batman movies is apparently being planned, and Affleck is reportedly in Affleck. line to direct <laughs> at least the first of them. Expected in 2018 at the earliest, there's a small matter of Justice League movies coming. Get rid of those damn Justice League movies. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we will see. I don't know see. what to think about that one now. I don't know. I just... Uh, I think this is going too far with the Batman, though. I just, I don't want Ben Affleck touching it. Mm-hmm. I don't want Ben putting his dick all over Batman. <laughs> exactly. We don't want him putting his dick all over it and touching it. <laughs> Precisely. Big trouble in Little China. My mom's going to be mad. <laughs> well, here's the thing. My Come mom. On, bring back Kurt Russell. Let him reprise his role. <laughs> My mom loves Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. And he's actually, uh, I, actually? Can tie, I can tie this into today. Kurt Russell is going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, hmm. which almost makes my mom want to watch it. <laughs> She's like, ooh, really? Mother-daughter date. Yeah. <laughs> so. Because that way you can tell her about everybody else. Yeah. Who's that? Yeah. Who's that? Oh, I, Who's I that? fucking hate that. You yeah. ever watch a movie with somebody and they're like, what is that? Who's that? Why is he doing that? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I've seen as much as you. Don't ask me questions. I hate that. Oh, God. It's annoying. Just shut up and watch. That and talking through movies. Oh. I just want to throat punch people. And the being on the phones during the movies. Oh, God. What's so important that you just can't wait an hour and a half later? Thank you. If it's that important, don't go to the movies. So, one of the few John Carpenter movies to thus far escape a remake treatment. Um, it would have been Big Trouble in Little China, but over the summer, last summer... News broke that a remake was indeed in the works. Kurt Russell has given his blessing. Oh, thank God for that. <laughs> <laughs> and wish the project good luck. It was going to happen whether you wanted it to or not, Kurt. So Everybody who, who's only listened to the audio, you really should watch the video. <laughs> Guess who is set to headline? I'm afraid to ask. <laughs> really? All right. You ready? Tough 100. Dwayne Johnson. No, of course. <laughs> <sighs> okay. I don't have much to say about this next one. The Birds. The old Hitchcock movie. Mm-hmm. Michael Bay is uh, going to produce it, and he might direct it as well. No, oh, I love the Transformer film, so this might be good. Oh, you have high, you have much higher hopes than me, my friend. Not too high, but yeah. Not too high. <laughs> <laughs> the bar is set midway. One to ten, I'm at like a seven for that. Okay. Blade. You ever see the Blade movies, Wesley? Yep. Okay. He, all right. 
Wesley has not worked in a long time. He had a little tax trubs. <laughs> okay. You know what? At least he, he handled his shit instead of going to Canada, wherever the fuck uh, our best friend went, whose name just escapes me. Randy Quaid! Randy Quaid. Okay, according to the man himself, Wesley Snipes, Marvel Studios have held a few talks about rebooting Blade within the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That actually could be interesting. Now, are they considering having him? Blade versus Iron Man! (laughs) (laughs) they considering having him play Blade again? Or are they asking him for his blessing? Uh, The conversations have been good, according to Snipes, (laughs) and little else is known. Hmm. So, I think he really wants to do it. The blessing! The blessing. And by the way, since I'm talking about Marvel, and this was also dropped today, uh... (laughs) <laughs> okay in in the first uh, you're gonna lose your mind in the first guardians of the galaxy i know hold on um in the first guardians of the galaxy one of the post-credit scenes was a quick little snippet with howard the duck and the Whoa. head the head of marvel has now announced today that howard the duck will be in a movie he will get uh they're thinking about giving him his own film yeah, we did. It's called Howard the Duck. And bringing him into the Marvel Universe, but... It was in 1986 with Leah Thompson. I, I know. Back when she was hot. I know. Actually, she's but, still in bed today, but, but still, that's beside the point. But actually, <laughs> um, it, the, the She character, was on one of my crush list. I know. The character actually looked pretty cool in, in mm. The Guardian, so I don't know. I don't know, what, but he, uh, the, the head of Marvel wants to do it, so... We'll now the question is, will Howard be CGI'd, or will he be, like, in the original movie, a guy in a suit? He kind of looked CGI-ish in, in The Guardians. I and uh, you know what? Freaking hate that. It was voiced by Seth Green. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Are you all right with that? I'm okay with that. Okay. But just the whole CGI thing, that just aggravates me. Okay. They use it too much. I know. What do we eat? I, I know, okay. I know that... Um, it helps. It's cheaper for them to do. Mm-hmm. You know, then they have, right. they'd rather pay all the money to have a couple of suits made up. Mm-hmm. Still, it's nothing like the the old times when you had somebody in a suit. It really, if if it was somebody in a suit, they had a damn good suit because it, it really kind of looks CGI ish to me. Huh. I may have to watch it again though. Yeah. Yeah, I will. <laughs> what a good excuse to watch Guardians again! Yay. Bloodsport. You ever see Bloodsport? Is that Van Damme? It's a Van... It's a Van Damme. Damn. There's going to be no Jean-Claude Van Damme in the announced remake of Bloodsport. Oh, how old is he these days? <laughs> is he still as flexible as he used to be? You know what? Honestly, I don't know. Right. Maybe. To me, he's been out of the picture a long I time. Don't, well, you know what? He's Belgian, so I can't talk shit about him. Mm. <laughs> Your boy. My, my people. Uh, Robert Mark... Kamen, the co-writer of Taken 2, has been working on the script. Good for you, Robert. <laughs> Next, Car Wash. <laughs> the Car Wash. I wonder who's going to play Richard Pryor's part. Universal is working on a remake of Richard Pryor's 1976 comedy, Car Wash, which gave us that ridiculously catchy theme song, as well as packing in a few laughs. The studio is searching for a writer at the moment, so all we really know for the time being 
is that the new film will focus on, obviously, employees who work at a car wash. Hmm. What an interesting concept. But here's the thing. It was already kind of redone. Kind of? They did a, a, a movie called The Wash. <laughs> it was kind of the same thing. <laughs> we don't want to copy you with car wash, so <laughs> it's just going to be The Wash. This way we can wash anything. <laughs> we can wash everything. What do you got, a tank? <laughs> Bring it on through. <laughs> to the left. To the left. Charlie's Angels. Again. Again. We haven't had a Charlie's Angels movie since 2003's Full Throttle. It is not surprising then that a reboot is in the works. That's because Bernie Mac died. Well, he actually, he got he got fired from that. Did he? Yes, because the... The first one, it was Bernie Mac. The second one, it was Bill Murray. I thought Bill Murray was the first one. Oh, maybe I mixed it up. Yeah. Bill Murray was the first one. All right, never mind. They replaced him because <laughs> him and, um, what's her face? The Asian girl. Oh, I know her name. Oh Shit. I know. I know who it is. I can see her face. But um, he always teased her about her acting. Oh, really? So they didn't get along and she was pissed Ooh. about it. So that's why they replaced Bill on the second one. That way, they can get her back for the next one. What the fuck is her name? And there won't be any uh, confrontation on the set. Uh, Lucy Liu. Yes, there you ah, go. Ah! There you go. Nice. Good job. Thank you. Okay. The Chronicles of Narnia, which was only like a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I think it's time to reboot it. Yeah. yeah. Sony and Entertainment One are now backing the Chronicles of Narnia series, taking over from 20th Century Fox. Mark Gordon is producing, along with Douglas Gresham, who happens to be C.S. Lewis's stepson. So the guy who wrote the original books, his stepson, is going to be working on the movies. Keep it in the family, all right. (laughs) David McGee will pen and script The Silver Chair, which will reboot the franchise with a whole new cast. McGee? Ah! (laughs) Okay, next. Cliffhanger. Stallone's. Yep. Sylvester Stallone, then floundering career, received a major shot in the arm with 1993's Cliffhanger, where director Rennie Harlan took him up some mountains and shot lots of film. Fun was had. (laughs) It actually says fun was had. (laughs) There had been talk many years of a Cliffhanger sequel called The Dam, but that never panned out. Instead, they will be going with a reboot. All right. I didn't even see the original, so... Ah, uh, yeah, I didn't really oh, see good it. luck with that. Oh, and here we go. Oh, shoot. Here we go. Oh, shoot. Yep. You and I are going to have lots to say about this. <laughs> Clue! <laughs> <laughs> We've been you, hearing off and on stuff about it. You cannot remake one of the greatest movies of all time. Because that had a great cast. And lick a dick if you don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> Serious. I'm well. I already swore. I might as well just keep swearing. Seriously, say you were on a roll, but that is a seriously good movie. Mm-hmm. The cast was perfect. Everything was perfect. Tim Curry. Tim Curry. <laughs> Here oh, we go. Finally, get the, get the meat. Yeah. Oh, Tim Curry is going to be at Boston Comic Con, and um, Sean. Sean's like, yeah, that's happening. So, I figured she'd be just as excited, but she's not. Well, here's the, all right. Here's the thing. Tim Curry. Here's the thing, my friend. I <laughs> I love Tim Curry. I have loved Tim. Tim Curry was one of, one of all right. You talk about like oh, Leo Thompson was on my 
I would have shagged Tim Curry. <laughs> well, but, one reason why is his accent. Is that his voice? Yes. Yes. I, I just, you love the accent. Wear a blindfold and let's have some fun. <laughs> Seriously. I, and, and with a goatee? Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, lordy. Lord have mercy. So, uh... <laughs> Mother. I just... Here's the thing. So, I mean, like, if I ever met him, like, I would lose it. Because it's Tim fucking Curry. Yeah. And how am I going to deal with that? Number one, how am I going to deal with that? And number two, what if he's an asshole? I don't oh. care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's going to ruin Clue for me. And anything else that I have that he's in. I'm just going to finally, no matter what, say, I finally got to meet him. I After understand. all these years. I understand. I hate the fact that he had to go through what he had. To... Yeah, he had a couple of strokes, so he's in like a wheelchair. And... If he even goes to Boston Comic Con. Oh, come on, Tim. You better make it. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. I just want to meet know. you. I've been wanting to meet you all these years. I know. I actually, I have a, uh, a fan address to write him at. I'm going to try that. Mm-hmm. Because... I will probably, maybe I'll have success before he even comes to the Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. I'll keep you guys posted. Yeah. Keep you posted on that. If you give a shit. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> probably not, I know. <laughs> I know. Okay. The original Clue film was a comedic yarn that came out back in 1985, directed by Jonathan Lynn, mm-hmm. from a script based on a story idea he came up with alongside John Landis. Another stab or bludgeoning with a lead pipe <laughs> at the film is currently in development. Universal departed the project in 2011, but Hasbro has landed on its feet and 20th Century Fox is now attached instead. Hmm. We've been told that the new film expands the narrative on a global stage, so we may see a few settings that aren't libraries or billiard rooms. Hmm. Change up some of the rooms? Hmm. I guess. That'd be interesting. I don't know. I'm still upset. <clears throat> well, no matter what, we still gotta go see it. <laughs> I will try. Together. I will probably hate myself through the whole Together. fucking movie. I understand. That means you and I in the same theater <laughs> at the same time. Are you sure? <laughs> at the same time? Yes. The earth might come to a grinding halt. <laughs> <laughs> so that means the clue that we saw on IMDb that was supposedly in works or was made already that's scrapped yes so all those people worked for nothing now i guess suck for them if they even made it to the filming stage yeah i never checked that i just remember there's a whole cast listing of uh, people that we don't know anybody and we went over this in a few episodes we did we've covered clue before we were pissed yeah i think we were venting i only put it and i mean i only I'm, i'm taking this as gospel because this is um from like a month ago Right. So this is like the most recent information out there. So, All right, well, let's hope they go through with it and they do it very well. Yeah, I don't. I don't. And know. maybe put some people in there that we know that we like. Maybe I'm just like overcritical, just because it's it's Clue. <laughs> Get the hair off your ass, Murphy. Move on with yourself, will you? Move on with yourself. Here's the electric razor. Shave yeah. the hair. Let's go. I know. Okay, just to give you guys a quick heads up, uh, the Universal. Universal Studios is rebooting a lot of the old Universal uh, monster movies. Because they can. Dracula. They're, I think they're starting with The Mummy. 
which is going to have Tom Cruise in it. And, Fruity um, Yummy Mummies, Yummy in your Fruity tummy. Yummy Mummy! <laughs> oh, why can't they have a movie called Fruity Yummy Mummy? <laughs> that sounds yummy. I know. <laughs> I don't know if I could have myself go to the ticket booth and say, can I get two for Fruity Yummy Mummy, please? I, I, that can be fun to say. I, I'm not sure I could do it. <laughs> so, in, in keeping with that, uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Hmm. As part of its classic horror monsters, monster cinematic universe that it's working on, Universal is putting together a new take on Creature from the Black Lagoon. So far, we heard that Scarlett Johansson is being targeted to play the female scientist who discovers the said creature on an expedition. Frankly, Scarlett, I don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, Going back to Clue. Scarlett Johansson is hit and miss with me. I mean, I liked her in The Avengers and... Nah... It's funny in Robot Chicken. Yeah. I could be like, eh. So I don't know. I mean, I don't... I'm not big into, like, monster movies, but if that's your bag... There you go. There you go. Something to look forward to. <laughs> the Crow! Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After they did about 17 of them. Did they do that many? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> did they do that many? No, absolutely not. They did somewhere like four to six. Even that's a lot. That yeah. feels like a lot. And I only like the first one. I've I had, never seen it. I had Brandon Lee. Brandon Lee. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad he got shot and died. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, dear. <clears throat> okay, so Crow. Corn and Hardy will direct and Jason Moma will star. Jason Moma is really, really hot right now. Uh, I don't mean hot as in, like, attractive. <laughs> Although you might find him attractive. I don't know. I think he's in the Game of Thrones, and he also is going to be Aquaman. So people that like, character oh. that no one really likes. I know. Well, they've made him kind of. They've retooled Aquaman. Of course. He, he looks like he could kick your ass, and command a fish. <laughs> I don't. Know. I don't know where I was going with that. I don't know. Uh, and Jason Momoa will star. The film has been stuck in development hell for quite some time, but now has been green lit. Ah. I so. hope they do pretty good. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, I don't know either. This one breaks my heart, really. Huh. Death Wish. Hmm. You ever see Death Wish? Mm -hmm. Oh. Death Wish! Starring a very young Jeff oh. Goldblum. <laughs> he plays a rapist because that's what Jeff Goldblum does. <laughs> yeah. After putting his hand on your shoulder for oh, a while. Oh, God. Oh, he's filthy in that. Filthy. Filthy guy. You read my list. <laughs> no, I'm trying to read the Death Wish one. Death Wish. Bruce Willis has been snapped up to take the lead in the long-mooted remake of Death Wish. And the role that Charles Bronson made famous in That's the 1974 Vigilante action <clears throat> film. Because so, I... I was just, when you first said Death Wish, mm -hmm. I was just about to say Charles Bronson and you said someone else. And I'm like, what? Yeah. No, I I love the Death Wish movies. I'll, I'll right up until four, the fifth one really really sucked. But I think showing it's, they should have stopped the four like the police academy film. I think it's two. He goes to like L A. You're like ooh, <laughs> oh yeah. He he gets nasty. Get it. <laughs> Get it, Charles. <laughs> Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Does anybody else remember the movie Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? I didn't see it, but I know Steve Martin was in it. Steve Martin is in it, and Michael Caine. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I I own it. I think it's pretty funny. 
Um, I haven't seen it in a while. Maybe I should watch it again. But I remember it being funny, so if that helps. <laughs> um, <laughs> the 1988 Steve Martin movie Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, which itself was a remake of a 64 movie called Bedtime Story, is being remade. Rebel Wilson will star. <laughs> Who is that? Is that that girl from those singing movies? Uh, Pitch Perfect and all that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I just checked out. <laughs> <laughs> I just checked out. Oh, you lost me. Out. Okay. Dumbo. <laughs> As I said before, Disney is re is whoring. Disney is <laughs> Disney is in the business of whoring and now they're just gonna redo everything. So Dumbo is part of Disney's desire to remake lots of its animated classics into live action. It's attracted the interest of Tim Burton. For a new take on Dumbo. Now we're waiting to see whether Dumbo or Beetlejuice 2 will be Burton's next film. I was going to say, Tim should not be distracted by anything else. (laughs) Go get with Michael Keaton and get that Beetlejuice 2 made. Everybody said they would do it. Michael Keaton said he would do it. And uh, Winona Ryder Ryder said she was in. Yes. If Tim Burton did it. The hell is he waiting on? I don't know. They're not getting any younger. They're not. <laughs> okay, we're just going to fly past a couple of these. Escape from New York, which I believe is another Kurt Russell movie. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, Joel Silva's directing it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Flash Gordon. 20th Century Fox seems to have rights together to make a new Flash Gordon feature. Thank you. <laughs> Doing the do. So... Another Flash, uh, another Flash Gordon movie. Flight of the Navigator. Remember wow. that? That's an mm-hmm. '80s movie. Yeah. That's an '80s movie, kids. Flight <laughs> of the Navigator. Wow. For a while, off the back of the wonderful Safety Not Guaranteed, it looked as if director Colin Trevorrow was in line to remake Flight of the Navigator. But then he landed the Jurassic World job, and after that came news he's directing. 2019 Star Wars Episode 9. He will be far too busy. Yeah, I'd say so. (laughs) (laughs) And this we talked about last week. The Fly. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Goldblum. Yep. Okay, so it's tough topping the last remake of The Fly, right? Anyway, it's been over 30 years, and that's roughly the same amount of time between the original film and its 80s remake. So it's time to do it again. So another remake is reasonable. Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't think so. Who's going to do this one? I don't know. Who would you cast in The Fly? They'd have to be creepy, because Jeff Goldblum just creepy. I'm going to need time to think about that. Mm. We don't have time for that. No, we don't have time for that. I don't know. If something wanna... pops in my head randomly, I'll just All say right. I don't want to edit that much. <laughs> Friday the 13th. Yeah. <laughs> the latest Friday the 13th has gone through several different writers. The names of the writers, I don't care. Have They've all taken passes at the script before handing it over to someone else. Several different directors have already come and gone, and as of December 2016, it has stalled. Hmm. So I don't know. <laughs> the Fugitive. <laughs> <laughs> what Sean has never seen. No. <laughs> Lord knows so far whether this one's going to be a reboot, a remake, or a very belated sequel, but Warner Brothers has put a new fugitive film into development. Hmm. 
The Green Hornet. <laughs> Bruce Lee and Britt Reed brought the radio series The Green Hornet to the small screen back in the 60s. Seth Rogen and Jay Chow attempted a comedy action big screen reboot in 2011. It fucking tanked. <laughs> <laughs> and now we'll get another remake. It promises to be a grittier version. No cast has been attached yet. So let's go for strike two. And while we're on green, Green Lantern. Green Green? Green Doo. <laughs> See, this is why you folks got to watch the video. Warner Brothers is coming around for a second go at bringing the Green Lantern to the screen. As long as fucking Ryan Reynolds isn't involved, I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be mean. That's not fair. He was really good in Deadpool. So, mm-hmm. uh, following He's doing the a sequel to that, following the underwhelming Martin Campbell helmed 2011 venture, Ryan Reynolds won't be returning his star. <laughs> the new film, going by the title Green Lantern Corps is part of the broader, all-singing DC movie universe. It's not doing cinemas until 2020, although it's a fair bet we'll meet at least one of the new Green Lanterns before then, probably in the Justice League. Probably. I've been doing that an awful lot tonight. I don't know. How my weekend's going to go. The Grudge! Yeah, I put that on there. I, I, I've heard of it. I didn't see it. I thought you... Have you seen The Grudge? That seems that's a horror thing. Yes. <laughs> I was trying to remember love, it myself. Like, oh, I yeah. love Sean's color commentary. Yes. <laughs> Sam. Uh, yes, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Raimi is to produce a new take on The Grudge with another English language version on the way. Better be English. Jeff Jeff Bueller has worked on the script. This will be the Bueller. first. I knew you were going to say that when I saw it. Bueller. This will be the first English grudge movie since 2009's Oscar losing The Grudge 3. Bueller. Hellraiser. And now my sister's angry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They did a lot of those too. Yeah. Clive Barker himself has admitted that the new Hellraiser film is to be a reboot. And he goes on to talk about basically. Is he involved with it? Um, Barker is writing the new movie, but will not direct. I always accept it if the original director or like original people that was involved with the first one. Yeah. If they're working on it themselves. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, I would, I would at least like them to have like a hand in it. <clears throat> to at least like no, they don't necessarily have to be at the helm. But, you know, as a guiding light. Put a hand in it. Guiding light from a distance. <laughs> um, okay, Rook, here's, here's three rapid fire for you. Highlander, The Howling, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah. Inspector Gadget! Well, wait a minute. If they know what they did last summer, then why are they doing this? I don't know. Inspector Gadget. I'm so sorry. Now, is this Disney? No. Because Disney, you did the last two. I don't think I don't think it has anything to do with Disney. All the, right, the, I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> the Lego Movie producer Dan Lin has a new take on Inspector Gadget sitting on his slate. It's fair to say that neither Matthew Broderick nor Rupert Everett will be getting a phone call about it. Though <laughs> that is rough. Yeah, and between but, those, even though what's the other guy's name? Rupert Everett. 
I can never remember his name. Who but. I believe is in the uh, Man from the High Castle show on uh, Amazon, which is a damn good show. He's a funny guy, but... Is he British? Um, I don't know what he is. I don't know what he is. <laughs> He's just a fella. He was funny. Okay. He did pretty good as Gadget, but... Okay. When you're a Matthew Broderick fan... Right. You want Matthew Broderick back. Yeah. Okay, here's a few rapid fire for you. Legend of Conan. <laughs> it's going to have... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Conan. Yeah, they haven't. Uh, it's gonna be. It's it's going to unboot the reboot if that makes sense. <laughs> the Lion King, which will live be another, action. which will be another live action. And all I can say, actually, actually, actually this was just uh, kind of announced. It was just leaked, so I don't know if it's a hundred percent true or not. So take it for what it's worth. Don't quote uh, us. No, don't quote me. Although we were right on the fucking He-Man thing. The He-Man thing dropped this uh, the other day. Because we were talking about that last week. And I said, oh, they're going to... I think they're trying to reboot the He-Man thing. And then all of a sudden it came out. Hmm. So, exclusive, thank you. I still want a live action Thundercats. I, I haven't heard a damn thing about it. Well, they better get on the fucking ball because I want that. So, <laughs> this will be a live action thing. That would be badass. Um, all the, this the info kind of leaked the other day that Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner, Billy Eichner, <laughs> uh, rumored to play Timon and Pumbaa. Which is the all right? Seth Rogen aside, Billy Eichner is the only thing that will get me to go see the fucking Lion King. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. The Little Mermaid. They were doing that as well. The Hamilton writer Lin Manuel Miranda is teaming up with Disney, and they will make a live action Little Mermaid. However, um, from what I hear, and mm-hmm. it's not written down. I don't know mm-hmm. why I didn't write it down. From what I hear, <laughs> it's... Oh, no, no, you know what? I'm thinking of a different thing. I'm sorry. Sorry. Scratch that. Scratch that. Next, Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's going to be in this one, and how are they going to do this one? Great. Berlanti is determined to remain the busiest man in Hollywood, it seems, aside from serving us as executive producer on all four of the CW superhero shows. He's also got Riverdale, and then there's Blindspot on NBC. But Berlanti has been flirting with the big screen lately, and notably with plans to direct a remake of Little Shop of Horrors. For those wondering which version of the story you'll be getting, Little Shop of Horrors remake will indeed be a musical. Little Shop. That's basically how it's always been. Well, I think they thought it was just going to be a flat movie. They should try it. They should try it. <laughs> Why not give it a shot? Oh, this one upsets me. Major League. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to be Vaughn this time? Oh, Sean's face. The baseball comedy from 1989 is currently under discussion for the reboot. Morgan Creek. Stop Produ- discussing it. Morgan Creek Productions has held the rights to this one despite looking to sell most of their other properties. The original had Charlie Sheen and Wesley Snipes in cast yeah. and quadrupled the tiny $11 million And Bob Euchre? Yes, Bob Euchre! <laughs> He-Man, we already mentioned that. He-Man! The Matrix! Hmm. Uh, the Warner Brothers have used the word reboot to describe their intentions with the Matrix franchise. Why? In a recent report, the plans may be more akin to sequels and expansions. Oh. Did you get Keanu's blessing? Uh, I don't. I don't think Keanu gives a fuck. <laughs> oh, right now he's too busy with uh, Alex Winter doing. Uh, they better be. Another Bill and Ted. 
Men in Black. <laughs> Sean just has this fucking world look on his face right now. Didn't they do three of those? Okay. The good guys dressed in black. Remember that because Sony's relying on your brand awareness when the Men in Black reboot reaches cinemas. They're planning on a trilogy without Will Smith, which may or not be linked to previous plans to combine the world of Men in Black with the Jump Street universe. How do you combine Men in Black with 21 Jump Street? I don't fucking know. We're also told this... Someone's one... mixing their drugs up. I know! Someone's doing some... Booting some black tar heroin. Cocaine off a stripper's dick. We're also told there will be a more central female role. So I'm thinking Men in Black with women. Hey. It's all right. This one is kind they of... They did that with Ghostbusters. Yeah, they did. This one's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Disney's Milan. Which will also be a live action. But check this out. This is funny. An underrated movie, Milan, uh, one that's overlooked when the Walt Disney Animation Studios output of the 90s is quickly and unfairly written off. A live action take on the film is in the cooker at Disney. It's not uh, near the front of the queue yet, though. However, However, Sony is pressing ahead with its own live action, Milan, which will apparently steer closer to the original Chinese legend. So it's almost like a race of the Mulans. <laughs> Who will get to the finish line first? We will find out. I'm thinking it won't go, be. Go, 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 I'm thinking go. it won't be Disney. They have so many other things yep. <laughs> on the burner. Sony's going to get there first. Go, Sony! Uh, Murder on the Orient Express, which breaks my heart because I'm a big Agatha Christie fan. As well as David Suchet, who plays uh, Poirot, the detective. Ten Little Indians! Yeah, I'm just going to skip over that because it hurts my heart. I'd like, see, I'd like to see a remake of that. What? Ten Little Indians slash, and then there yeah. were none, because they had both titles. Yeah. The Naked Gun! <laughs> Put some clothes on it, man! <sighs> the Naked Gun, more a reboot in the style of the recent vacation. A new take on The Naked Gun won't be a spoof, and we'll see Ed Helms playing a relative of Leslie Nielsen's peerless of Lieutenant Frank Dreblin. 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 Who the fuck? Dreblin. Thomas Lennon and Ben Garant of Reno 911 and Night at the Museum will be penning the screenplay. The fact that Thomas Lennon is writing it might save it. Hopefully. Because he's really good. Okay. He's really funny. And if anybody remembers, um, I'm like, oh, hey, guys. <laughs> oh, there you are. Hey, hey guys. Um, in the 90s on MTV. What's up? In the 90s on MTV, there was a sketch comedy show called The State. Thomas Lennon and Ben Grant were in The State. Uh, I highly recommend getting your hands on some of that. I think it's on Hulu, actually. But they're they're really funny. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street! I'm waiting for this. Oh! Yay! Anytime they re- want to redo that, I'm down for it. Okay. Because I always want to see another version of it. Okay. A second attempt to reboot a Nightmare on Elm Street film series has been put into development by New Line. Good. Following the underwhelming 2010 version, which saw Jackie Earl Grey take over the role of Freddy Krueger from Robert... I don't care. <laughs> from Robert England. Just kidding. New Line opted to press ahead with a sequel. Instead... Yes. Now it's hired David Leslie Johnson, who will be penning a movie reboot of Dungeons and Dragons first. And he will write the script. Fuck It'll, that. Get to Elm Street. It will be a back-to-the-drawing-board job 
with the aim to come up with a remake that will be worthy of the original. Good. Do it the so, way I've always wanted it. Have Freddy do his thing. Yep. Uh, get caught, get arrested, bring, <laughs> uh, bring in the trial. Yeah. Oops, technicality, dismissed. <laughs> You're free. He went to Quincy Court, huh? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Go burn him, then start doing your Freddy stuff in your dreams. Yeah. You know, give a little little prequel type thing at the beginning. Okay, a few rapid fire. Ocean's Eleven, which will have a female cast instead of a male cast. Oh, shit. Pet Cemetery. Mm. I ain't seen it. You didn't see Pet Cemetery? No, I saw that a long time ago, oh. but you know how I feel about animals. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Pet Cemetery, real quick, because I found this description to be really funny. Stephen King is not the greatest fan of the existing Pet Cemetery screen adaption, directed by Mary Lambert. Juan Carlos Fresnadillo will make him happier, though, as he's attached to direct uh, the new take on the book. Stephen King is very uh, outspoken when it comes to, like... His stuff? Yeah. He should be. I like that about him, though. Yeah. He's like, that Same movie shit. sucks. <laughs> How dare you rub my stuff in the dirt I like know. that? This one will break. This one will break your heart. Oh, shit. Police Academy. Mm. <laughs> How can you remake that? Listen to this. Keegan-Michael Key and Jordan Peele, best known oh. for the Comedy Central sketch show Key and Peele, are the latest to take on the planned remake reboot of Police Academy. I'll give it a shot. Um, somebody I've never heard of was attached to direct. Uh, somebody else is going to write it. I uh, hope. Key, Key and Peele are thus far said to be just producing the film... They right now they have no plans to star in it. All right. So we'll what see. What does Steve Gutenberg have to say about this? I don't know. I well, Steve. There was a rumor <laughs> a while ago, maybe like a year or two ago, that Steve Gutenberg, both Steve Gutenberg and Bobcat Goldthwait, wanted to do, uh, like a another Police Academy movie. Then why wasn't he in the fifth or sixth <laughs> one? I don't know. Either they, of them. Maybe negotiations broke down. I mean, things always happen. They both stopped at four. Yeah. Which I think, like I said, they, they should have stopped at four anyway. Right. Predator. Fuck. <laughs> Private Benjamin, which starred Goldie Hawn. That was a big Goldie Hawn movie. Oh, yeah? Rambo. Oh. <laughs> I wonder who they're going to get for that part. Uh, It doesn't say. Fuck them. But Stallone is not attached. Does, do you give a blessing? It doesn't say <laughs> the anything. Blessing. It doesn't say anything about him being <laughs> thumbs up about it. Roadhouse. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, movie that you always hear during Family Guy. Yeah. The Patrick Swayze favorite was mooted for a remake back at the end of 2013, and we didn't hear anything more about it for a long time. Until recently, though, Ronda Rousey, the UFC fighter who popped up in Furious Seven. And the Entourage film has now nabbed the lead role. Mom! This one makes me angry. Scarface! You couldn't be Mom? Yeah. Ran out of bullets like an asshole. <laughs> I love Scarface. Uh, they want to set it in present-day Los Angeles. All right. Nah. It won't be the same, but good luck. Oh, I, I, was... can't... I can't wait to see your face on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? <laughs> Short circuit. 
No! <laughs> oh! Wow. As much as we love them, Short Circuit and Short Circuit 2 are a pair of films that really... Oh, no, 2 is shitty. ...that really do show their age. That said, the raw materials remain fun, and perhaps that's why Dimension Films is remake uh, is keen on uh, remaking a new Short Circuit franchise. Franchise! No. They've hired Tim Hill, who did the first two Alvin and the Chipmunks movies. <laughs> oh, terrific. Yeah. This you is going to be this is going great. Now. To direct, and there'll be an edgier robot. And Fisher Stevens, who appeared in the first two, is linked to a new one. The hell does he look like today? I have no fucking idea. You know what's funny is I used what? to I used to thought he actually talked the way he talked in the, in the movie. Me too. But I heard he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Don't think draws me. What are you doing? Yeah, for the Peter say. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't you like to be a pepper too? Sister Act. Whoopi. Yeah, no word on whether Whoopi will return. I'm guessing. Don't want you. I'm guessing no, because she's busy with the view. Splash. <laughs> Tom Hanks. This is this is actually the movie I was thinking of when I was talking about the Little Mermaid earlier. Sorry, guys. Producer Brian Grazer recently confirmed plans are afoot for a new take on the '84 hit Splash. Tom, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks and Daryl Hannah starred in Ron Howard's original version, while Channing Tatum and Jillian Bell will star this time around. Tatum will be playing a merman. Hey, no! That's how I feel about it. Tom Hanks has recently given the revival his blessing. I think it what? sounds ridiculous and stupid. No. Yeah. Wait, wait. Okay. What? What? They're probably changing their roles because he probably has, like, one tight set of abs and shit. Oh, I'm sure. So they're basing this towards women. Yeah, they want the women to go. Yeah. A merman. A merman. Ridiculous. They're going to probably have him spend a couple months in the gym now. What are they going to do, do with this? his peen? <laughs> they're going to use gaffer tape and tuck it, <laughs> tuck it up there. and Sucking the peen. <laughs> Sick. Uh, all right, a couple rapid fire. Stargate. Sword in the Stone. Big Disney whores. <laughs> Thomas Crown Affair, which the original P.S. Bronson, Bronson was really good. Uh, Time Cop, which was another child. What? What are you pointing at? What are you pointing at? 22. Oh, fucking hell. This will be the second stop, so the oh, audio okay. falls. Yeah, might as well. <sighs> I'm almost done. So I hope you have something to I don't want to stop you. That's all right. I always try to give you those signals, and you're like, yeah. what? What? I'm trying to be quiet about it. I'm not casual. I just got to remember to take that out. 104. Well, probably 102. Hello. <laughs> okay. Last break. Rapid break. Fire. I'm hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's warm in here. It is. <sighs> Sorry. Okay. Where did I leave off? I'm confused. Okay. Stargate, Sword in the Stone, because Disney's a whore. <laughs> Thomas Crown Affair, mm-hmm. Pierce Brosnan was the original. Time Cop, which was Jean-Claude Van Damme, and unfortunately he will not be anywhere near it. Yeah. Tomb Raider. Valley Girl. You remember Valley Girl with Nicolas Cage? I just recently got that on DVD. You did? Well. You know why? Why? Because. <laughs> 
you're all smug like a bug in a rug. Because E.G. Daly's in it. Oh, fucking hell, really? Yep. The original Valley Girl starred Nicolas Cage and Deborah Foreman, neither of whom are near the new version, it seems. Instead, jo- starred Josh Whitehouse, whom I've never heard of, has nab- nabbed the lead this time around, playing the punk rock musician who falls for a girl who's not so punky. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny because I just got that. I know, that's weird. Ago. That is weird. Van Helsing. This is part of the of the Universal uh, planned monster themed shared universe. Uh, they there's nobody attached to starring it yet, but it is going to happen. War Games. Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. That was in the early '80s. Yeah. Uh, early, early '80s. There's nobody. Uh, well, they have a director and a writer, but well, good for them. No actors. <laughs> The Warriors, which will make my husband cry. <laughs> um, they want to set it in uh, modern day L.A. Warriors. Speaking modern of making day. people cry. Ready? You going to be wearing the vest too? No. I won't be. <laughs> no, the Warriors. Oh, I don't know. I'm sure because the guy's like, we want to glam it up. So it's going to just be real funky. You ready? I won't cling. You ready? Mm-hmm. Weird science. Why? <laughs> no. It's being produced by Joel Silver and remains. Oh, we gotta ask Anthony Michael about this. And remains at scripting stage for time being. It has been stuck in development hell for a year. Good, stay there. But Universal seems keen to go. Bastards. White men can't jump. We can't. <laughs> <laughs> The 1992 basketball comedy White Men Can't Jump, starring Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson. Basically, if Wesley, that was good. If Wesley Snipes has done a movie, it seems like they want to reboot it. <laughs> and it was a Are good movie. Are you trying movie. to forget him? And it was a good movie. It was. I like that movie. Uh, it's now in line for being uh, uh, for a big screen do-over. It's in the hands of Kenya Barris, the creator of Blackish, and 20th Century Fox is backing the project. Uh, Barris will write and produce. No further details yet. The Wolfman, which is another uh, Universal Classic Monster thing. And finally, Zorro Reborn. (laughs) Plans have been afoot. I love this. Plans have been afoot to reboot the Zorro movies since 2005. Um, Wish I had a sword in my hand. The Legend of Zorro failed to match the majesty of uh, 1999's Mask of Zorro, the latest approach, and we wonder if All Concerned had a day out watching Mad Max. We'll no, be Thunderdome! S- will be set in the near future in post-apocalyptic times. Wow. Holy crap, you guys. All right. I urge you to watch any of the movies that, yeah. that we've mentioned because the originals are awesome. Original? Classic? Awesome. Yes. Who hasn't seen Weird Science? Mm. I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember his name. The guy who played the brother Chet. He Bill just Paxton. died. Bill Paxton! Yep. He was good in that. He was a dick. <laughs> and hear that Lewis Skull neck type laugh. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It was annoying. Sucks. It was annoying. Do you have anything? Yeah, I got a few things. Oh, that's it. Uh, <laughs> Let's do it. 
it's not as interesting as the movies. <laughs> it's almost like news. Okay. And now to our news segment. <laughs> I was trying to do like the, the ticker tape. <laughs> it's official. Starting May 1st, you will no longer be able to order a singular popular McDonald's menu item. It's the sweet, iconic beverage that's been on the menu for decades. No. No. <laughs> the popular drink that complements a Happy Meal evokes feelings with each sip. And starting May 1st, it will be starting to disappear from McDonald's menus everywhere. What drink? Hmm? What drink? It's the fan favorite drink that gets the axe is High Sea Orange Lava Burst. Oh, thank God. What do you think it was? I thought it was going to be sweet tea. Oh, no. They have, McDonald's has good sweet tea. It's, they do. It's one of the few things McDonald's has <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. The same refreshing beverage that cooled you off after a romp around the play, play place and tested, tasted especially good with McNuggets dipped in honey. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have the honey sauce. I haven't seen it myself. Do you huh? remember when we were kids, they had the honey sauce? Mm-hmm. They don't have fucking have that anymore. What the? <laughs> Franchises nature and ride will stop phasing out. Stop phasing out the popular beverage starting on May first through July. After July, all locations will stop carrying high sea orange lava burst, according to a McDonald's rep that was spoken to. <laughs> <laughs> he got a good stern talking to. <laughs> Instead, the fast food chain will start distributing a new Sprite Tropic Berry. That will only be served at McDonald's restaurants in partnership with the chain's deal with Coke. Well, at least they're keeping sweet tea. And at least you can still get your orange lava burst at your local supermarket. I guess. I guess. And they better keep doing that because I need that to make my homemade ecto cooler. <laughs> <laughs> That's part of the uh, ingredients. That's part of the ingredients to make the homemade version. One little uh, bottle of that. Right on. <laughs> Although the drink will stop being discontinued in May, locations are encouraged to keep selling it until the inventory is... Depleted. Yes. Oh, is that the real <laughs> word? Yes. Yes. According to a McDonald's memo posted. On a post-it? Yeah. Yep. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw a keyword here, so I'm interested in the thing you got underneath. Which one? Yeah. Uh, what is this? What's happening there? Hershey's announcing a major change to the chocolate. Oh, are they going to start to make good chocolate? They're going to try. All right. Quick time out. I have a big axe to grind with Hershey's because I like chocolate from Europe. Mm. European chocolate is fucking awesome. <laughs> if you've never had it, it's much... I'm sorry. I love America, but our chocolate sucks. <laughs> it's like crumbled chalk. And in Europe, in Europe, they don't put the same ingredients in. It just tastes better. <laughs> And Hershey's decided to cock block oh. all the uh, imported uh, chocolate, and they're they're trying to like put the, you know, the the elbow to it, and make it illegal. Bastards. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you fucking pricks. Make the chocolate right, Hershey's. I'm bringing that back to the show. You fucking pricks. Yeah, prick. <laughs> so what what do they have to say for themselves? America's most iconic chocolate, Hershey's, is slimming down. Ooh. Hershey announced earlier this week that half of its candy bars and candy products will drop to 200 calories or less. There they, you go. 
They expect the shift to be fully in place by the year 2022. Holy crap! How long is it going to take you? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they should have planned on this four years ago. <laughs> wow, that seems like a really long time to phase in. Yeah, less calories. Yeah. I don't. Maybe they have to have scientists work on how they could make it taste decent. In a press release, the company stated that it expects to meet the goal in two ways. First of all, they will be reformulating their products. Yeah. Additionally, they will adjust the size of certain items. The change okay. will affect the standard and king size items. Well. We can't help wonder if this means they'll merely be getting smaller, which at first is like not cool. <laughs> Dude, that's, like, not cool. No. We have to buy more candy bars to make it through our 18th binging of Buffy. What the, who the fuck wrote this? I don't know. A stoned ninth grader. I just printed the whole thing out. I understand. But it's a good idea, though. Okay. By the end of 2018, the company aims to apply ease to red calories information to the front of all its products. We aim to delight our customers. They kind of already had that. I'm sorry, I interrupted. <laughs> Continue. I'll shut up. Oh, go ahead. That was all I wanted to say. Oh. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to be funny with the way I'm quoting this person. Oh, and I ruined it. <clears throat> we aim to delight our customers, and these steps will provide an even wider range of portions and clear information to help them select treats that fit their lifestyle. You all right over there, Jerry? <laughs> That was quoting the Hershey president and CEO, Michelle Buck. Oh, well. The changes were inspired by customer feedback, according to Hershey. I, I have plenty of feedback for Hershey. <laughs> Take the caramel out of the whatchamacallit. Do you remember when it came without caramel? <laughs> it was better. Trust me. You know what? If they took the caramel out of the whatchamacallit, it might actually... Actually? Actually... It might cut the calories enough where it'd be under 200. Are you listening, Hershey's? There you go. We have your game plan. We just need execution. Give it a shot. What do you have to lose? We have to lose. <laughs> you can just continue doing it the way you were doing it afterwards. If it doesn't work. I wonder. Oh, man. All right. Picture this now. So you go to buy a bag of M&M's. 200 calories. Oh, M&M's. You open it up. Dump them out. Four M&M's. Oh. <laughs> I just bought four M&M's for three ninety nine, But it was only 199 calories. I wouldn't care. I want my money's worth. <laughs> Sean would not care. I'd feel ripped off. You fill that bag. I would feel violated. And not with AF, like they do with chips. <laughs> yeah, like half a bag. Oh, man. You buy half a bag. No wonder they're only 50 cents. I got this oh, last week. I never went over it. Okay. Having to do with Prince. Oh. Yeah. Five questions one year later from his will to that vault of unreleased songs. I bet he has got fucking a million songs. Yeah. The investigation into Prince's death remains very much open and active. Authorities in Carver Country, Minnesota, released a slew of documents relating to the probe. Eh, probe. <laughs> Newly unsealed advocates from the investigation said that Dr. Michael Weber had prescribed oxidone for Prince under the name of the musician's bodyguard, Kirk Johnson. 
The unsealed records also noted that there was a sizable amount of narcotic meds located inside Paisley Park. And pill containers were found throughout the residence in areas Prince would frequent. However, the documents shed little light on the source mm. of the fentanyl that the singer fatally OD'd on the, at his Parsley Park home. That really, like... That really actually kind of bugs me. I just fucking... It, there are prescriptions. It, it bugs me to think that he, would, he was like a pill head. I know. I know you can't tell. From, <laughs> from our view, you would have to be there and live with him. But right, he didn't show any signs. But mm-hmm. then again, neither did Michael Jackson, and he was freaking terrible about that. <laughs> and he was one of my favorites. Okay. I'm saying this about one of my favorites. <laughs> I'm hands off. Uh, question: What will happen to Prince's fortune? A year after the singer's death, the topic of his estate is still a matter of hot debate. Ooh, hot debate. <laughs> the search to, deter- to determine who is entitled to inherit his fortune has been complicated, with more than one at best claim being filed and many claims being tossed. And well into this year, the heirs to Prince's fortune, estimated between 100 to 300 million, were still arguing over the pile. In March, the Minneapolis Star Tribune reported the heirs uh, to Prince's sister and half-sibling. I'm not naming names here. I'm trying to go by it. <laughs> I'm skipping names. That's why it sounds like I'm naming names. It sounds like I'm editing. Have filed legal papers squabbling over how to apply the funds from the estate. Perhaps not surprisingly, arguments over attorney fees figure uh, prominently in the disagreements with... I'm not saying names. <laughs> <laughs> Name removed. <laughs> Contenting that fees filed by the others... The other three heirs contain unnecessary expenses. Okay. Did Prince leave a will or not? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) In a related manner, the question whether or not he left the will came into play again. Well, I'm not naming names. (laughs) Name removed. (laughs) Filed legal papers following Prince's death stating that the musician didn't leave a will. Prince's ex-wife, if you know the name, good for you. Name removed. <laughs> Said that this week that the 1999 singer did have a will, at least when they were together. So one exists. Wah, wah. Someone. Name removed. <laughs> Who was married to Prince from 96 <laughs> to 2000. <laughs> and had a son with the singer who died a week after his birth. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Dicks. Oh, that's a yeah. Yeah, that's sad. I'm just giggling the way we said that. I'm not giggling <laughs> at the fact. Oh. Set for an interview uh, with Primetime Justice to confirm that the singer had, in fact, made out a will. Uh, quote When I was in, when I was with him, he had a will because I was pregnant. Guess the uh, name? Removed. Name removed. <laughs> I almost said the name. Uh, said an interview. And I remember there was a concern about financial stuff. I remember I just started seeing the bills coming and coming in, and I went, "Hey!" <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's almost exactly what I say when I see the bills coming in. Hey! See this? I don't want it. <laughs> hey! 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 Deliver that to the neighbor. And I remember he finally said, "Don't worry. I I had everything taken care of." 
Oh, how nice. The one I wanted to do. What a Prince's Vault of Unreleased Tunes. <gasps> the hyper prolific Prince reported left behind a mass of unreleased music, the vast majority of which remains unreleased. Mm-hmm. Uh, in February, it was reported that Universal Music Group has struck a deal to release Prince's Vault music, as well as music released by the musician after 1995. When he went independent following a feud with his label Warner Brothers. Ooh, yeah, they had a nasty ass feud. Mm-hmm. Then later Ooh. on in time they reconciled. Yeah. However, a timetable for the release of that music remains elusive. The rap reached out to Universal Spokesman for an update, but not yet heard back anything. Oh. <laughs> and last, what's happening with the Deliverance EP? Big pop. <laughs> I guess it's uh, another album. Oh, okay. Might have been one he was probably working on before he passed. This week, as the one-year anniversary... Well, that passed. (laughs) (laughs) Of Prince's death approaches, a previously unreleased Prince track, Deliverance, hit iTunes, which also noted that an EP of the same title would be released on Friday and was available for pre-order. However, Prince's estate quickly moved to block the release of the EP in court, and obtain a temporary restraining order on Wednesday night. Ooh, well, damn. That Wednesday passed, too. <laughs> the TRO will expire at 11.59 p.m. May 3rd. Oh, that's still active. <laughs> of this year. According Game removed. <laughs> <laughs> According to the code documents obtained by the rap. Though it remains to be seen whether it will obtain a permanent injunction against the EP's release... As of Friday morning, the title track was back on sale. Son of a bitch. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, well, I think I think it's like past that time. Uh, so <laughs> I know it's like I could I could probably go more, but probably. Uh, probably. Actually. Actually. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as usual, thank you so much for joining us. Um, check, I already, I already plugged everything. You know where to find us, but I already plugged everything. You're only listening to us. Check out the video on YouTube. Check it out. Oh, and then we posted. We, yeah, we do different stuff on uh, YouTube that you can watch. It's funny. We do, especially tonight. And we posted uh, the part two of the Fort Weather World thing. Check, check that out. That I say out. something funny as we start videotaping when I get on top yeah, of the roof. You do. Did you did you watch it? The I haven't had a chance to finish watch watching it. I've been up watching maybe the first five minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Every time this I start a... watching it at work, I'd have you to have go. To work? I'd have to go do something. Oh, name removed. <laughs> <laughs> there's actually a um a part. Actually, there's actually a part in the video where a kid. <laughs> we were we were down on the ground, and there's a kid up. He's up on like the top top level, and he looks down. And he's like, "Hey, what are you guys doing?" He scares the crap out of me. <laughs> and you hear me like, oh! Um, so check that out if you want to see us get scared and Sean say something funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make, pl- make a comment about a uh, kid that we hear. Yeah, you do. Thank you so much for joining us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week. Ba-dum, ba-dum, sh- Yay! I get to shut up now. Yay! Oh, <laughs> oh, oh what the fuck? <laughs> All right, I I own it. <laughs> Name removed. <laughs>
And you all have a good everything. <laughs> Name removed. Name removed. No, put it back. <laughs>